Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you at in the world right now, tuned into your favorite podcast. It's another Capricornical Productions, and this show right here, this is the Bringing the Wood Podcast, and I am your host, D. Wood, up to some real good on a beautiful, my favorite day, a fuck work Friday. So y'all know what it is. If you at work listening to this on the way to work, y'all already know. Go to work, do the least amount of work as possible, still get paid the same amount of money. Don't work too hard. This show Friday. Go enjoy yourself. But hey, we got a good episode. Big Che is running late. He's a government official. So he's going to walk in here. He's going to potentially either walk in in his first segment or he might jump in in the second segment. But hey, y'all going to be on here live to see. This is how things go. Hey, but you know, this lets you know it's authentic. But yeah, Big Che is on his way. So I ain't going to get into too much of the, the good stuff that we want to talk about. Uh, so we'll just keep it light. But there's definitely been some fall, uh, some more uh, signings in the league. Um, I'll start with Nelson Aguilar to the Ravens, signed a one-year deal. The former Patriot, former Raider, former Eagle, first-round draft pick, uh, signed to the Ravens. Uh, he had uh, 68 catches and 835 yards in two seasons with the Patriots. Obviously, it didn't work out how they thought it would over there, but you get another chance. You add another receiver. Obviously, this ain't no super upgrade for Lamar Jackson or for whoever's going to be the quarterback for the Ravens, but that's a signing never the least just to try to show that they are trying to add some receiver weapons to the receiving core, even if it, even if it is someone who hasn't really done much uh, anyway. That's just what I should say. But, again, Nelson Aguilar, solid player, but um, don't know exactly what all he'll bring to the Ravens. Not even sure if he'll be a starter. Maybe you know it's camp body, though. At the end of the day, it's a lot of these dudes that have been getting signed, that signed these little one-year deals. Some of these dudes won't make it to week one on the team they're on. You know, some of these guys – Good veteran guys that we enjoy are going to, you feel me, get cut on this uh, on this all offseason, preseason journey through training camp, OTAs, things like that. But, you know, that's just kind of the way the game goes. Um, but, again, Nelson Aguilar uh, to, the, to the Ravens. Now, the signing that definitely got me because I wanted this guy was DJ Chark. I thought he was going to go back to Detroit. They were in serious talks trying to – Getting trying to get him back on like a two or three year deal they were trying to get him back on, but he just didn't like the numbers, so he goes and takes another one year deal with the Carolina Panthers. Now they got Adam Thielen on a three year deal, DJ Chark. Um, I feel like they signed the tight end. I'm gonna have to go back and check the roller decks. Um, but you also, uh, you know, what I'm saying about to draft a rookie, trade it up to get pick one, so you obviously lose DJ more, but you bring in DJ Chark again. Uh, with, uh Adam Thielen as well. So whatever quarterback they walk out there, whether it's Bryce Young, uh, C.J. Stroud, or either one of the other two guys, as far as Anthony Richardson and Will Levis, they'll have a decent receiving core to come out with. Again, Miles Sanders at running back, and they already had a very, very good defense. So I do think this is a big pickup for the, uh, for the Carolina Panthers for sure, giving their rookie quarterback something to work with out there because they understand this will be a growing process. So this this will make it uh, just a little bit easier on them, adding another deep threat to help stretch the field. They still got Terrace Marshall, who they drafted in the second or third round a few years ago. So they definitely got some some, some weapons over there now uh, to definitely do something over there. I think it's a, a definitely a, a good, good move for them. Panthers won with this one. And, again, sitting at round one, pick one, you're going to get a chance to look at every quarterback. They're going to all four quarterbacks pro days. They're bringing all four quarterbacks in. Uh, a part of their 30-player personal uh, uh, combine or whatever you want to call it. Not necessarily a combine, but personal interview slash workout. So they'll bring in all four quarterbacks. They're going to get a real chance to sit and look and figure out who fits for them the best to fit what they're trying to do 
as far as Coach Frank Wright and his coaching staff, who put together a very, very good coaching staff. Uh, quarterback coach Josh McCown, former NFL journeyman, beautiful backup quarterback slash part-time starter, very good quarterback coach. That was, the Texans was looking at him to be the head coach two years ago. So it just lets you know what type of mind he has. And they also got Jim Caldwell, um, former coach and Lions head coach as well. Very good coach in this league as well. He's going to be a part of the offensive staff as office coordinator and consultant. So, hey, I like what the Panthers doing. Again, they traded DJ Moore. That was a big hit. A lot of picks. But, again, they're going to get the quarterback of the future that they want. And they're going to have some weapons to go on and compete in the division. That's crazy to say that they'll be able to compete for it right out the gate. It's not that it's not that deep over there. You know, it's not too many um, talented guys over there. It is, you know, the teams are, are quarterback uh, putrid. I don't know if that's the word I want to use. That's why I've been eating Che here. He got the, you feel me, uh, college, college words to throw in there. But the rosters in the NFC South are good. but nobody's just a front runner. Obviously, you give it to the Saints right now because technically they got the best quarterback in Derek Carr. But uh, Desmond Ritter's finna get a chance unless the Falcons do something different. And then the Bucks brought in Baker Mayfield. They got Kyle Trask, and they still could do one more move with a quarterback. Um, and then we have the Panthers as well with round one pick one. So it's definitely going to be very interesting to see how these last few, few uh, months, days pan out, weeks before the draft starts. And, again, all eyes are on the Panthers uh, for what they will do, and we'll be all tuned in. I'll wait to a little bit closer to the draft to give you all my draft predictions and my ideology, Scientology on these things. But, again, the boy, uh, DJ Tart to the Panthers, speed demon that I was really hoping my Titans would have got. We definitely need somebody to go with the Traylon Burks. We need some speed out there. We don't really got no speed, so. I definitely thought that would have been a good pickup for us. But this means we're going to be out there hustling a little bit harder. It's a lot of receivers in the draft, a lot of young talent. And, again, we got a new GM in Ron Carthon, so I feel like he's just like, uh, you know, let's let's not rush it. I'm going to put my uh, fingerprint on this. So, you know, I'm going to respect it and trust the process. And whatever he do, I'm going to trust he, he get us right. Um, another news, also, somebody got paid yesterday. About, about – not too long after we got off the air. Uh, it was early in the early morning it broke, though, this morning. But when we got off the air, it was rumblings that they were about to give Lane Johnson the uh, right tackle of the Eagles an extension. And uh, he got that in the wee hours at about 5 this morning. Uh, Lane Johnson earned a $30 million uh, extension. Well, $30, 30 million guaranteed, but a $33 million extension, one-year extension. And no, it's it doesn't mean – that he's getting paid 33 mil per year. It's actually like mid-20s. You know what I'm saying? It's like 20-something like that. It breaks down. When you go look at his whole contract, it breaks down to like mid-20s. So, no, he's not getting – you know, he's the highest paid right tackle, yes, because he's arguably one of the best in the business. So, yeah. But, uh, no, it's definitely a great contract for him. He played with a uh, – I forgot what he ruptured, a, a muscle in his pec or something, and played through it like a champion and still – uh, did his uh wine thon thion as I like to say. So he definitely earned every every little penny of that. So it's it's definitely a, a good look for Lane Johnson. That's that's gonna be a, a, a fixture on the offensive line. Him and Jordan Marlotta. Uh, they just lost the guard Samal. Uh, I don't I ain't gonna slay his name, but y'all know the right guard. I'm not gonna slay his name like that. But they lost him in free agency. Obviously lost Andre Dillard as well. Uh, but they brought back Kelsey, so they got the two tackles in the center. And they got uh, Cam Jurgens, who they drafted last year in the draft, who can play center or guard. So they got somebody they can plug in and play and help out. 
So they, they're definitely trying to keep the team together because the NFC is still wide open. And they still got the best quarterback as we went over <laughs> the top NFC quarterbacks uh, a few weeks ago. So it's definitely it's still wide open for them. So you definitely want to bring back many figures as you can as well. They brought back both corners. Obviously, they didn't get Garner Johnson back. But, hey, it's a lot of corners and safeties in the draft that you could potentially draft. There's still some free agents available. Uh, John Johnson III is still out there. I like him as well. So they still got moves they can make. Again, though, uh, they, they're the defending NFC champs. So they definitely want to uh, hold their hold they throne, hold their crown. And um, it's, it's early in the offseason, but teams have made moves to get better. Teams seen, that the, teams seen that the Eagles took a hit as far as losing two coordinators to head coaching jobs, which is some of the worst. And then a lot of, uh, you know, players leaving out as far as Miles Sanders and guys like that leaving leaving out of there. They lost, uh, you know, lost a couple guys. Hargraves lost him to the Niners. So it's it's definitely they understand we got to keep some of these guys because we still want to be competitive in a division and a conference that's still winnable to us. And they still got Jalen Hurst. They're going to pay him. So I like what the Eagles are doing. You take care of your guys. And you know what I'm saying? You take care of your guys. And in return, they will take care of you. So I do like what the Eagles are doing. Initially, it was real shaky. They let all these dudes walk. And um, they lost a they lost a lot. They lost a nice amount of guys. The linebackers, as far as TJ Edwards and Kazir White, my personal opinion, they're not gonna lose no sleep over those guys. You know what I'm saying? Hargraves, that could be a, a blunder if Jordan Davis, the rookie who they took last year, doesn't take that next step. And I ain't saying he's gonna go get 10 sacks. No, I'm not saying that. But if he can be a disruptor and a force, then they won't miss him as well. Obviously, they drafted N'Kobe Dean uh, late in the third, fourth round as well. Linebacker, I think he'll step up to the Mustang Challenge and be a very, very impactful player. So I'm definitely uh, liking that. I think it's. I think. I think the Eagles are still pretty good. Again, early in the offseason, when they let everybody walk, it kind of you know shook me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what y'all doing? You feel me? But after a few weeks, you know what I'm saying? A couple trades, not no trades, a couple signings. And, you know, you got less people walk. And, and here they are right now uh, sitting sitting pretty good. I really like what they did. I think they got a lot of the talent back. I think the CJ Garner Johnson, that was kind of tough. But I don't think he wanted to do a one-year deal with them. Like, he would go somewhere else and do a one-year deal. But I don't think he really wants to do a one-year deal with the Eagles. I, feel, I felt like he – he felt like – I felt like he felt like, if that makes sense, that he was showed more than enough that he should be paid. And I thought they should have paid him. But, again, when you got a quarterback who you know is going to be not the highest paid, but he's going to be in that top, you know what I'm saying, five to ten category, you want to definitely make sure, you know, you do what you got to do to take care of yours. So it is what it is. But I think he'll do big things over there in Detroit. But I do like what the Eagles uh, have done in this offseason so far after initially uh, scaring your boy. Like, man, what y'all going to leave out there? Do y'all want to go back to the Super Bowl, or is it, is it possible? Or y'all just was like, we finna try it one time, and if it don't, blow it up, come new. But they definitely uh, retooled. I ain't going to say rebuild, but definitely retooled. So I like what the Eagles are doing. Um, from one NFC team to a former – not from one NFC East team to another NFC East team was a player from the NFC East initially is Zeke. Uh, Zeke came out yesterday and said he had nailed it down to three teams he was uh, in, interested in. Uh, and he'll decide by the end of next week. He picked the Eagles, the Jets, or the Bengals. The Bengals came out today. Well, not the Bengals. The Bengals, Zach Taylor, the head coach. And uh, he came out and said that um, 
we like our team where it's at right now. And again, right now just means at this moment, they like where their team is. Which kind of makes it seem like that they probably didn't talk to Zeke, and this was just Zeke throwing out the teams that he would love to reach out to him and let him know that he is interested in. So that's that's the mystery. I'm not sure if if these teams actually reached out to Zeke or, you know what I'm saying, if he just spoke this out into the atmosphere and hoping one of them teams was like, oh, yeah, okay, I didn't know he was interested in us, which could be bad on your part because then you only said three teams and somebody else could have been interested and then you didn't mention them. So now, you know, it, it is what it is. But I definitely think, though, out of these three teams, well, excluding the Bengals now, <laughs> Eagles or Jets, and obviously you're picking the Jets because they potentially going to get Aaron Rodgers. Same way me, Cole Hartman, came out yesterday or today and said, uh, I didn't sign with the Jets because they're going to be getting Aaron Rodgers. Man, I don't like a liar. I'm really a big fan of liars like that. And for you to just get on camera and lie like that, that's, that's not nice. Because I can guarantee you this. If somehow, someway, Aaron Rodgers don't end up on the Jets, I can guarantee you Nicole Harbin ain't signing a long-term deal there if they walking out with Zach Wilson, that quarterback, for the next two, three seasons. He'll be out of there, and he'll just say it wasn't his fit. You know, and you can get out of there like that. But just say you went there because potentially you don't want to go from Patrick Mahomes to anybody. You were spoiled, bro. As your rookie year, you won a Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes. Now you got two of them, and he's been your quarterback the whole time. You are spoiled, sir, and that is fine. That is more than fine that you are spoiled. But just say, I'm not trying to downgrade like that, man. I'm not trying to go from Patrick Mahomes to a list of quarterbacks you don't want to go through from Patrick Mahomes. A handful of guys you don't mind making that switch to. And Aaron Rodgers is one of those dudes. And again, Alan, why do you think Alan Lazar signed there? The Jets could say he was already on the radar, just like they said Odell was already on their radar. Nah, man, Aaron Rodgers made a wish list. And it was like, if it's in the budget, let's see. We, we need to get him over there. So I definitely um, definitely think he picked that because Aaron Rodgers. I don't think this was just a place he wanted to go because they obviously got backs. You know what I'm saying? Even though Brees Hall is returning from injury, so they could potentially need another back to uh, pair with Michael Carter-Williams. So it is what it is. Out of those teams, though, I definitely would think the Eagles, though, for real. Um, they only got, uh, they got Boston Scott. And Kenneth Gainwell, you know, go ahead and add Zeke. He can still pass pro, short yardage. He ain't going to fumble the ball. Very, very good with the ball. And he's literally almost guaranteed two yards, three yards every time. And y'all going to get a lot of red zone, and he can help out taking some of those carries away from Jalen Hurts when he's going straight up the middle and having to take a couple of those. You can get those to Zeke now. And uh, I think he could do uh, a little bit with it as well. So it's definitely something you're going to, Want to think about at least Philly kick the tire on it unless you go and running back in the draft because there are a very nice myriad of running backs and you know how the running back market goes. Running backs fall just because the running backs and shelf life is only, you know what I'm saying, six seasons. You know what I'm saying? Six, seven seasons. So your shelf life is, is terrible. So that you get pushed down the draft board. And then when you get older, it's like, I don't even need to sign you. I'm going to sign one of these youngsters for dirt cheap on a rookie deal. And you feel me? Wear him out instead of trying to have to sign you to something good for you and you not even being, you know, 100% all the time and not being, you know, who you were. So I understand the business and I, I respect what it is. But man, running backs are uh, underappreciated for sure because they do a lot. 
Um, but it, but you know, it is what it is. But I definitely think out of those three teams, well, two teams, because the Bengals came out and said they like their team as of right now. Any anything can change. But I, I definitely like Philly. I definitely think Philly would be crazy, and you get to play the, your boys twice a year, so you still be able to keep it cool, keep it cordial with your people, and stick it to the Cowboys. You know, it, I, I think it would be it would be a uh, cool for for both parties if I if I say so myself. <laughs> Um, another thing I want to talk about is OB, and this uh, OBJ came out and said he wants to deal done with the Jets. The Jets came out and said they want to deal done with him. They said the financials still need to be worked out, but they definitely want to see it done. This is what I will say. I feel like, and again, this is no knock on a Rod, but I feel like he's. Bringing in too much to, and it's going to take away from what was already there. Like, Alan Lazard's not young. He's not an older guy, but he's still not as young as Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore is. And we know Elijah Moore is gone now. But, like, you know what I'm saying? You had those guys. You got Craig Davis. It's time to be Cole Hartman. So now I'm like, you're going to still sign Odell. Who else you going to bring in for A-Rod? He won't. Uh, Mercedes Lewis is on the list. And it's just like. I feel like you're going to throw off the balance of the team if you start bringing in too many players and trying to to mix and match everything, you know, and trying to, trying to get it to look like how you want. When you've seen that they already got the talent over there, they already got the defense, they brought over your coach, who excuse myself. So I definitely think um, there's something they should think about for sure before pulling the trigger on Odell. And this is not saying Odell won't do his thing. I'm not saying that at all, Not not even a little bit. But I'm definitely saying that this could throw off, you know, just the, the chemistry, the balance that was already there. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a whole new receiving core. Obviously, it's good to have guys who are familiar with this, the system as far as Alan Lazard and A-Rod because they can help the coaches on the field. So I, I do respect I do respect that. But I'm just saying that I do I do think it's something in the, like, you know, breaking down the culture where it's like they already had something built, something there. It's like, yeah, you can add a guy or two. But I feel like it's gonna they're gonna damn near walk out a whole new offense next season. Like, you know? <laughs> and then you're trying to appease all of this talent and at the same time appease A-Rod. And I do think Brees Hall will take a hit out of this. Obviously, he's gonna need time to get more healthy anyway. Cause he's coming off the uh the knee. But I do think this will take he not he gonna, you know, he's gonna lose some carries, he's gonna lose some touches. Because I mean, well, he'll 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 lose carries, but he can gain catches because A-Rod does like throwing the ball to the running back. Brees Hall is a very good uh, uh, pass catcher off the backfield, you know, and Michael Carter. So, again, but still a bunch of weapons, and it's going to take away from him. And, again, running backs already got a, a crazy shelf life, you know. So I just think it's definitely something that they should definitely think about. And then Odell went and followed Alan Lazar on, uh, on IG. So, you know, it's just some – it's like, you know, they're they kicking, the, kicking the tires, and it's, it's revving up. So I don't know if they're going to sign him or if that's just Odell trying to – Help force the hand where they already were saying they want him. So he like, here, let me let you know I want y'all too. Let me follow one of the guys y'all just signed so we can link up and we can do this. So it's 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 definitely um it's definitely something solid. Um for real, for real. But it's a few free agents left. And um you got Odell, Bobby Wagner, Yannick Ngakwe, um, Puna Ford, the defensive lineman from the Panthers and the Seahawks, Shaquille Griffin, the corner from the Jags, who I'm surprised hasn't um been signed yet. The Davion Clowney, Rocky Sin, formerly of the Raiders and the Colts, Dalton Reisner, the guard, 
Um, Isaiah Wynn, former tackle of the Patriots, former first round draft pick, who I might, who I really believe could be very, very good if somebody gives him another chance. He just needed to get right. The injury his rookie year kind of set him back. I do think this guy has good football ahead of him. He probably will never be like round one pick one, but I think this guy could be a not round one pick one, but I don't think he'll be like that, you know, beast of a guy, pro bowler. But I think he could be a solid starter in the league if he gets in the right situation. I just think, you know, injuries kind of set him back. And when you were Belichick, you get hurt and then somebody are in your place starts to ball, yeah, you'll lose your job instantaneously. So I definitely think uh he's gonna get a chance. And then uh my last one in my top ten people left, Marcus Peters, town business, real West Oakland. You know it. I think he's got some game left. Obviously, he needs to go to a zone-based team, maybe run heavy on the cover two, cover three type of ordeal to where he can read the quarterback eyes and, and do his reading and gambling is what we like to call it, taking gambles and chances and creating turnovers and, and, and making plays on the ball. But I definitely think that he's still got some left. Again, I understand why he ain't signed yet. He's a little older. Again, coming off of an injury too, though, even though he did show some talent. Um, but Shaquille Griffin, I'm still kind of surprised. He isn't like just super good, but this athletic, still young, tall. I think he can run. So I think these guys will all find a home. Some will probably be right before the draft. Some of these guys will get signed after the draft, but they will be signed. They they, they definitely will will make some noise. Definitely gonna make some noise. I think some of those guys are gonna, especially Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner probably to me is the best player on this list. After what he did last season, still going all pro, still making the Pro Bowl. He still looked like. Bobby Wagner on a team that was terrible. It was like, you know, and he still played over and beyond. So I definitely think whatever team takes a chance on him, they'll get another stud. And this is Bobby Wagner. And we shouldn't be surprised. He he is a he's a dog. He works this hard. He's a hard worker. And that's what hard workers get you. Just continue greatness. So yeah, hopefully Bobby Bobby Wagner get up get a home on a good team. But those are my 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 top free agents available that's left. Take a little intermission, take a little break. And when I come back, hopefully Big Che be here. And if he ain't, we're going to keep it lit. But what we're going to talk about is this little situation with Lamar Jackson and his uh, agent or not agent. I don't know if y'all heard about the situation, but I'll break it down for you after this message to Bring the Wood podcast. Yo, yo, welcome back. Y'all already know what it is to Bring the Wood podcast. And it's your boy D Wood. And guess who that made that play yeah. to the set, y'all? Fresh off the plane. Fresh off the plane. <laughs> the boy, Big Shay in the building. How you feeling, sir? Great, man. Good, good, good. Good, good. All right, we talked a little bit off air how we're going to run it down, but we're going to get into uh, the Lamar Jackson uh, debacle, uh, situation. I don't really know exactly what to call it. The NFL released a memo, basically, to all 32 teams saying you can only talk to Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson only, nobody else. And just to go a little bit deeper on why they sent that memo, uh, the NML it says the NFL sent the memo Thursday warning teams about uncertified agent Ken Francis, who may be contacting clubs, attempting to persuade clubs or personnel to enter negotiations or concerning Lamar Jackson. Teams are prohibited to negotiate offer sheets or trades with agents not certified by the NFLPA. Jackson is not currently represented by an agent or certified or uncertified. So more so, everybody in the NFL who got an agent, they agent got a sign with the NFL, which is the NFLPA. So you can't, so you can't have your little cousin Twan walk in there with you 
and come up on, you feel me, and get a bag off of the team because they want you. It's only, you feel me, you, your agent, the people that you pay represent you who sign to the NFL. These are the only people that can help you out. And for everybody that know, Lamar Jackson is not represented by anybody. His mom is his consultant, and that's it. So they can't even call her. They can only negotiate with Lamar Jackson. And this uh, Ken Francis dude went and did a little research. He's an, an inventor or trying to be an inventor. I ain't go too deep into it. He did. I can't remember what he invented. But At he home did. gym. He, this is, I went and did a little, just a little yeah. bit of research. And, uh, yeah, he invented, like, a home gym. And, you know, I don't know how what he was calling teams. But these teams basically reached out and told the NFL, like, hey, this guy's hitting us, you know, about Lamar. So the NFL had to make sure they put their foot down. And then there was a quote of Lamar saying, cuz ain't out here representing for me. Y'all, wow. Like, you know. But I think I, I truly don't know what to believe. That's crazy. That's a many one. So I just really wanted to hear what you how you feel about that. What um, man, it's crazy on, on all sides, really. I mean, I don't think I'm not gonna put it on the NFL. I think they're doing their job. Like they're right. trying to protect the player. And protect because if you just letting anybody contact him, negotiate, you know, that's how things get. Because if everybody gonna call you know, in, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Have some regulations on this. So, so uh, that I understand NFL doing their job, doing their part, and nipping this in the bud. I have no idea what Lamar Jackson is doing and what's going on with him and, and his representation. And it, yeah, these NFL honors is they out of line, though, really. I mean, this shouldn't this should be a no brainer, and I, I I believe if he had an agent, this would have been taken care of, point blank, period. Um, so I don't know if it's the owners colluding against him trying to get this guaranteed money or this contract, or if it's the agents. Because think about it, if he pulls this off without an agent, how many other players are gonna be like, oh, we really don't need agents? Yeah, you just gotta be him, right? You know what I'm saying? But then it then it. It comes back around to, you know, this is and that's all going talk. to him. Exactly. He don't got nobody connected. But think to about him. think about how LeBron James has his friends that go to school, become agent, represent him. We all get money, but you're certified though. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Just do that. I mean, it sounds it's, it's, it sounds easier than you know, right, right, right. But you can definitely you know put your friend through school for the next four or five years and. Yeah, and then, you know, how everybody changed their lives. And then, you know, create an agency. Do something. Yeah. You got to think about how to play the game and other people, you know. Been playing it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They, like I said, these owners been doing this. Been doing I it. I didn't think about that. The owners tapping in together like, hey, don't fall, bro. We ain't going to hit something. him either. Like, he got, he going to come back to y'all. Like, he going to do this tag. And he going to have to do another one because we ain't like, we, we, we got your back. Right. We mad at the Browns. So that could be. I didn't think about it like that. Got, I mean, you know, Ravens owner is pretty respected. Mm-hmm. He had to remember the whole when he was in on the Kaepernick thing, and all uh-huh. of a sudden, last minute was like, "Oh no, we out. We could." Mm-hmm. This I think it's really something behind the scenes is going on, mm-hmm. and they like these players is trying to take over like the NBA. I, I know they see that they see yeah. how the NBA players controlling where they want to go, yeah. controlling their contracts, the player empowerment. 100%. They don't want that in the NFL. Mm-mm. They don't That's want the inmates running the asylum. There you go. I will never my forget that said quote, it bro. Years ago. I will never. That's going to be shit in my brain forever. I wouldn't yeah. even be able to play for the Texans because I heard that. 
I know that sounds crazy, but like you think of me as an inmate. I ain't mad at you saying you don't want the players running the league. But your only analogy of that was you don't want the inmates running the asylum. That's the only that's the only ideology. You said, said that out loud. Like you just you thought that was cool that's to the say. The only loud. one you could have thought about out of anything you could say. I don't mind you saying you don't want the players to run the league. Whatever. This your league. You know, whatever. However you feel. But yeah, it ain't what you say, it's how you say it, man. That is and yeah. But this this is definitely crazy. And like you said, man, this sucks for Lamar. Cause this is just, you know, uh, like you said, whether he in on it or not, like this ain't this is a bad look oh, overall. Who is this man? But I and then the thing was I found out that he did business with Lamar. So that's what makes it even more sketchy. This dude actually did business on the home gym with Lamar. Lamar did like a commercial or two for it. Yeah, that's why. So it's just like it's a lot that goes into it. So and maybe he was uh-huh. just like, I'm just gonna reach out because that's my homie. Cause he did a thing for me when I was trying to put on. Like, you know that that could be true. That which sounds, would be stupid, but yeah, it's a genuine thing to do from a genuine guy. But but how do you have these these numbers to call though? That's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. Like it's a lot. That how I, do you know who to who to get in contact? Like, with? like well, how did you get the numbers to these to these teams? Who did you call? Yeah, like, did you call the owners directly? Did you call GMs? Who? I don't. Yeah, that's why I don't know. Who like you hear me? And then like you said, who gave you the numbers? Did you maybe his mom numbers? reached out. Was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Moms do got to. And, yeah, you know, that, maybe moms reached be. out. And was he like, didn't, hey, he didn't know. That's deep. That, hey, this this is it's deeper than it's deeper than rap, man. But you yeah, know, this wasn't. This was it was super interesting. It was definitely super interesting to read. Just reading about the dude, the 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 Ken Francis guy was like, this man don't even got no agent in his in his bio. Yeah. But if you really out here, and it, yeah, you know, and then like I had, that's when I went to go read up on it, and then like you say, you got to be signed to NFLPA. That was the things I read, and I was like, oh okay, so yeah, he really, yeah, this is like illegal, this is like tampering. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me realize, like, okay, yeah, because if anybody just call in, get a number, of one of these dudes, work a deal out and get paid, you know, yeah, so. It, it is what it is, but I definitely want to see it play out. But it's looking like Lamar gonna go either sit out this year, or at least till week ten, or he gonna play on that thirty-two million dollar franchise tag right now. I don't think teams, especially with everybody, everything just shaking out, I don't think a team gonna wanna wanna take that chance right now. It's just too too spicy. Yeah, but I be like, my thing is, say none, nothing, none of this worked, and he has to go back. Is he gonna go back? Is he gonna put his all into the season and then say he then he's a free agent next year? Now how your negotiations gonna go? Oh, no, you know what they could tag him one more. Can they? They could tag him two years. But the next year tag will be like fifty. Right, do the Kirk Cousins. Yeah. 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 That's what that's what he on path to do. Yeah. And okay. then but then you think about it, if he played two full years of this type of football, but again, he might just stop running to put to preserve himself. Like, you know what? I'm only run when it's beneficial. Like, I'm just finna, I don't even want y'all to give me no running plays. Like, I'm just finna throw this football for these next two tags, and I'm gonna go hit the market. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna do that. How salty would you be on the market, though? Like, did none of y'all want to come? Yeah, I would. I I would be until they call me and say I got 250 guaranteed. I I ain't even answer the phone. (laughs) You don't start with 200. When I pick up the phone, you don't say 200. I'm hanging up. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely a, a, a crazy.
crazy situation. But again, I'm always rooting for the player. Just a just a wild situation in general. But still, 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 Team Lamar all day. Pray the man, because yesterday's price is not today's price. Man, he still is one of the best ten quarterbacks in the league. And yeah, I take him. And I feel like teams that again, I think it's just like I said, having to pay him guarantee and get two first round. I think that's just a lot for a team right now. But I think if he get the market. Somebody will give him $200 million and I had to give him nothing else. I could see that easy. And I think that's kind of what he's playing for now. Now, how you feel me? How healthy you be? I think, again, I'll have to double check, but I think you can sit out all the way to week 10 and play the rest and you'll get paid all $32 million of that. And then you could do that again next year and get 48 plus. I think it's 48 7 next year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that is not a bad. Uh... Call hey, me Lamar. Let me represent hey, you, Jay. We finna get, get it. Down. Let me get my get that three percent. Yeah, I don't even need three percent. I just just bought me a couple things, man. <laughs> Let me to help me invest in some shit. You ain't, I don't need it. I just need some money to grow. But no, nah, I definitely I'm gonna keep my ear on that though for sure, for sure. Um, we ain't talking about <laughs> Brett Favre Jr. <laughs> we are gonna leave him alone until they until they figure out what they want to figure out. But I do want to uh, chop chop it up with you a little bit. I talked about it earlier. Uh, Odell. And the Jets trying to work out the financials on the deal. And I kind of basically was saying, I feel like they could be, to a certain extent, throwing off the chemistry. Even though it's going to have to be new chemistry because you're getting a new quarterback. But, like, you bring in McCall, you bring in Lazard. Potentially, they finna bring in Odell. But I could see it, though, because they're all different type of receivers. Yeah. Now, if you get an Aaron, you land an Aaron Rodgers, it could work. If you... About the quarterback you got right now, yeah, everybody's not getting the ball. But if you get an Aaron Rodgers, somebody that can give the ball, uh, uh, deliver the ball to everybody in their spots mm-hmm. and what they're good at, because all these dudes, you got Garrett Wilson who can do some of everything. Mm-hmm. You got Lazar who's more of a possession receiver, uh, 50-50 ball guy, mm-hmm. um, the, the physical guy. You got McCall Hardman. Says he's more than jet sweeps, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and then you bring in an Odell who can play outside, play in the slot, the route runner. You know, sometimes he can get you over the top. I don't know what he got left, right? Right, right. He can get you over the top because that that Rams, when he toward the end of the season on the Rams, even the Super Bowl, he was killing. They no, he could picked not it up. guard him. He picked it up. He still, I think he's going to always be a great route runner. Like, as long as yes. the legs are working, yes. and you said, I might not be able to beat you over the top. But he's always been a great route runner since she walked into the league. And I think, like you said, that'll always be a plus. I'm just nervous that, like, you feel me? And now Zeke, we'll talk about Zeke mm-hmm. saying he want to go there. You bring in, say you do bring in Zeke. It's just like, obviously, Brees Hall coming off injury. I just feel like, I, like it's just like too much. That would a be lot a lot of personality. That's more, with, I guess that's what I'm with trying With no to say. stable locker room. Your right. locker room is already. And A-Rod is the leader. Come on. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's more so what I mean than saying, like, the talent don't mesh. But yeah. can... A Rod get these dudes too. Can I mean, the organ I do like Robert Sala though. I think he's a stern coach. I think he he would be up for the Mustang challenge. But man, that's a lot of people, bro. That is a yeah, you're you right. got people, and then you gonna have dudes like me Cole trying to prove himself on a one year deal. So he's gonna want, you know, more. Mm-hmm. Lazar's there paid, he's gonna want to show his worth. Garrett Wilson feel he the one, so he's gonna still need that Devontae Adams love. And yeah. I ain't even said Odell if they sign him. Yeah. And you still I mean, got Corey Davis, who's still technically <laughs> on right, the yeah. roster. It could be some good. Two tight ends, Conklin and Uzama. But it would remind me of uh, 
old school Philly. That's what. Yeah. Come on, I'm yeah. The, the I dream did. team, Vince Young. You see what I'm saying, bro? Team. Like it's sometimes it's just too much. Sometimes yeah. it's overkill. And then when you don't got no stable person at the helm, and that yeah. ain't no knock on a rod. He a baller, but no, he not, ain't a leader of men. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, respectfully, you're not a leader of men like that. Dude's gonna play for you because you're gonna go bust your ass on the field. But you ain't right. You just yeah, you know, he's not a leader of men. So that was my only concern. And more so, that's what I would say. The uh, the personalities more so than the players. Because they all do fit a part of a of a beautiful, beautiful masterpiece offense. But can can twelve and Salah and uh Hackett, because obviously his rep sheet right now ain't too solid as well. When you couldn't get past what, nine games, eleven games in Denver? Yeah. So he can hack it. Huh. <laughs> good one. It's a good one. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But we'll we'll see, man. I just I definitely think it's it's a lot. It's a lot though. Uh, we'll talk about I, I talked about DJ Chark to the uh, Panthers, and we obviously we talked about that the other day. They needed a speed demon and somebody else to go help Thielen out. Mm-hmm. Bam. Uh, it's a good move. I hate my Titans didn't make it, so you know. That's a that's a that's a downer, but it do let me know I really think we're gonna take a receiver. But then, like you were saying, we do got a Niner, and you build they build their teams <laughs> from the from the lines on from the trenches out. So we go, it's a wait and see approach. Um, what else? I, what else I want to run by you? What else I want to run by you? Oh, have, uh, the, the the obviously we talking about El Dale signing with the Jets. If he don't, obviously they got him ranked as the highest rated free agent left. Mine is Bobby Wagner. I think he's the best free agent oh, yeah. available right now, to me personally. Everybody's entitled to their own preference, but I think Bobby Wagner is the best available person. If Odell don't sign with the Jets, who do you think would be a good fit for him? Um, man, it have to be anybody that's contending, really. Definitely going to go to a contender. He definitely ain't trying to prove his worth. No so, way. I mean, I, there's no way I could see him on the Eagles. Mm-mm. Um. I don't think, yeah, there's no way I'll see him on the Niners. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't even be beneficial to him, I don't believe, in, in the type of offense they're running right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think it'd be beneficial for him to go to the Cowboys. Uh, not no more. Not now, yeah. Not, not no now. Um, I'm really trying to think in that. In that I mean, I don't, I think, think about it. I mean, the Lions wouldn't be a bad fit. Right. Definitely losing Chark. Yeah. They could definitely use another wide receiver. Him, Jamison, and Amon Ra. That could be nice. Yeah. I like that. That could be nice. Uh, I, I mean, as far as NFC, really, that's the only yeah, yeah. only fit I see. It'd most likely be an AFC team. Or New Orleans. I, mm, oh, they still got Jarvis Landry, huh? They do still. Okay, got I forgot Jarvis was still there. So you got Jarvis Olave and you got Mike. You walked them out there, but I mean, them, all them fools get hurt. Are you right? Hey, you right? They they do all get hurt. All them fools get hurt. Yeah, he be getting hurt too, though. Right. So, so that ain't help yeah. help the balance. <laughs> but uh, like you said, AFC. I think the Bills. I like I like Gabe Davis, but they still looking for somebody else to help. Obviously, Cole Beasley was there. They cut mm-hmm. uh, McKenzie. I feel like they just signed somebody else. Yeah, they dropped the Shakur last year. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they definitely, they definitely could use one. Uh, obviously, Kansas City. Uh, I don't know if he can. I, I don't want to say I don't know if he could do what Juju is doing because that kind of be disrespecting Odell. But 
I don't know if he could do that. Juju's a little bit more physical. Yeah. He could take a little bit more of a, you feel me? So that's why I'm like, I'm not sure. But could he do what McCall Harvin was doing? Be easy. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I don't even know if he can fill would, that role. If any, if he anywhere would be able to carve a role out for him, they'd be... Andy. Yeah. And that's and, why I said that. Cause it, it's just going to come down to how much money he wants. That's what really. that is. It's like, do you want money or do you want another chance at a ring? Yeah. Or do you just want to come here, get a ring, show your worth, and then go test the market and, and go get paid? Out, yeah. Finish your career out somewhere on a little three-year deal somewhere. Yeah. Come but here I mean, for the dirt cheap. It's going to be – I think it's still some moves that's going to be made and some things going to shake out. i seen a Denver just um, supposedly about to sign Marquez Calloway. Mm. So that makes me think that they're about to move a receiver. Yeah. Because that's, that's a lot of receivers. That's a lot there. of receivers over there. <laughs> so. And Hamlet, yeah. And, yeah, they've been definitely shopping Judy and Sutton mm-hmm. very, very open. And Hamler. Right. And now that he hurt, they're going to have to probably wait. Yeah. So you feel yeah. me? So now you heavy on shopping Judy or our son, just to get some more draft capital because yeah. you traded a lot of your draft capital for Russ. So, Sean understands what he got to do. Yeah, and then, I mean, that's bringing in a receiver that he knows, mm-hmm. that he's worked with, that he trusts. Yep, knows the scheme already. Mm-hmm. going to be easy for him to help coach the players on the field as well. I think, I think, I think it could be, I think it could be, uh, it could be fun though. Yeah, Odell definitely. Bobby Wagner though, what do you think would be a good fit for Bobby? The Bills. <sighs> I don't know how we, I, we didn't think it out yesterday. We said it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Thing. Yesterday we seen him like talking. He, about... he could really just plug in right where Tremaine Edmonds was. Yeah, and I think he's a better tackler. He has better instincts than Tremaine Edmonds. Not as great as an athlete because obviously, Bobby up age. yeah, he's but, older, but right, he could still do a lot of the things and some things. And he blitzes what the Bills do like to the blitz their linebackers. Mm-hmm. Bobby's a very, very beautifully timing blitzer. Yeah, I think that would be. That would be yeah. That would be that would be a match made in football heaven. Mm-hmm. Then you got Vaughn coming back. Mm-hmm. We know Vaughn gonna be at least serviceable out there when he get back. Like it's, respectfully, it's Vaughn Miller. Yes. Like he's you seen what he did for the Rams. Like it was Man. just like all I need is a moment and I'm gonna make it. Like he's he's that type of dude. He gonna be that type of dude. So I definitely think putting Bobby there. Still got Matt Milano there who just went all pro. Who who showed from. Uh, Tremendous cover skills. Yes. He's always been a solid cover, but it was yeah, he was really really good this year. That to where they was even letting him cover slots. Like go ahead, run the zone out there. We it's, we ain't even got to bring in the DB. We'll put a little. We'll put one of these safeties over the top of you. Do your thing. He picked off us, ran it back. Yeah. Like he was yeah, he was he was very very good. But whew, Bobby Wagner there, yeah, I do like that. I ain't even gonna I ain't even gonna say another one. <laughs> we gonna just leave that one like that. Um, any uh any other these uh. Other free agents you see? Um, yeah. Um, Frank Clark. Mm-hmm. Frank Clark is a, is a high-level pass rusher. He's, he's, um, a, he's, a, he's a playoff timer, too. He is, exactly. He's, he's definitely a, winning time. definitely going to show up in the playoffs and Super Bowls, big games. Yes. Frank Clark going to show up for you. This is true. Um, you could put him, like I said, with Odell, like anybody contending. Yeah, throw them on her, but it's gonna come down to how much money these guys want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of teams, you know, most of their cap has been spent up on on you know their frenzy and getting these initial free agents, these, mm-hmm. these preferred free agents. And I think a lot of teams are saving money for signing their rookies that they're mm-hmm. about to draft. 
Then once they restructure some more contracts and get they they roster kind of situated, see yeah. where they need fits and stuff, I think a lot of these guys will start getting picked up. And I, yeah, I agree. I was definitely gonna say I do think like a little bit towards closer to the draft or like right after the draft, we'll have another little uh mini frenzy of players mm-hmm. trying to get scrambled up because teams didn't get to you know yeah. you know the draft is a cutthroat thing. So you gonna it's a lot of some teams come out and didn't get to draft what they wanted. Now you gotta gotta go hit the market quick and, and scrape these guys up. You might have to pay a little bit more. Just to get that dude here. So I definitely think it's going a lot of these dudes will get picked up later. Jaquil Griffin, I talked about him earlier. I think that one is very, very interesting. Uh I don't I thought he would have been signed. I don't know exactly what it is. Again, he got he got let go of Seattle earlier, I thought as well. Then you signed the Jags and you cut after what a season two. I don't know exactly what it is. But man, six one, four, three, like Athletic covers pretty decent. I don't know exactly what it is, but I'm like, bro, somebody's got to take a. Yeah, he's he has all the ability, so I don't know. It maybe it's just his inconsistency. Could be, or he's just not the player that people thought he would be. But he's definitely gonna end up on a team. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's still relatively young. He's only 28. Yeah, so. Still think he got a little something, something he can do. And then um, my last one, Davion Clowney. Yeah, what do you what do you feel about him? Again, I I'm, I feel like he's a I feel like he overhypes himself now. Still a, a solid player, but I feel like he still think he's better than what he is. So I, I ain't really sold on him, but obviously he's got a little market out there. I thought Tampa Bay maybe would be a good spot for him. They got uh, Shaquille mm-hmm. and Sri Lanka. Try on. Huh. Yeah. And then you throw him in the mix. He can play inside and outside. Yeah. I thought Tampa would be a good fit for him. That and I think that's what he's gonna have to do. Um he's gonna have to realize he's he's not that that edge rusher that he was in college. He never that never transitioned to the mm-hmm. NFL, him being, you know, the outside edge rusher that's mm-hmm. gonna get you a, a double digit sacks. Um he's he's very versatile, he's athletic. Uh-huh. Um he does get injured a lot, but his value will come from rushing from the inside, rushing from the outside, like moving around and, and, and finding a weak link. But he has to have help. Somebody else that going to eat up double teams where he can oh, he get his one on ones and he's going to, you know, he's going to wreck havoc. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember when he was on Seattle, he didn't have a lot of sacks. He didn't make a whole lot of play, but he was extremely disruptive. Definitely. He was just blowing up plays like stuff that don't show up on stat sheets. Like, he does. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's just going to have to figure that out. I mean, think about it. I wouldn't be mad to see him go back to the Texans. Yeah. Yeah. That would be Hold, totally be a different nice, culture. That would be a nice fit yeah. for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought y'all, but then y'all went and got Hargrave, and I, I don't think y'all want to play with that headache. Right. But you go send him to Niners of the, of the South with D'Amico. I think yeah. he can get the best out of him for sure. You know what I'm saying? Real, real a lot of players disrespect D'Amico because they play with and you feel me? Played with him, seen him. Like, yeah, come on that's back. True. That's you play true. with me. Like, let's go. Come on. I know exactly who you are. I know exactly what you can do. Like, you feel me? I seen you at your best. I seen why you was around one pick one. Like, yeah. So I think I think the Texans would be would be a beautiful pick for him. Uh <laughs> I was talking to you a little bit off the air about the Zeke thing. Where, uh the Bengals came out and basically said we ain't talked to Zeke. We like our team the way it is. So then it made me think, did any of these teams actually reach out to Zeke? 
<laughs> or did he just put this out in the atmosphere? He just put that out there. He's like, I'm Zeke. People like me. They want me. And it could be a thing where Zeke think he better than he is. Like you're saying about Clowney. It's a lot of guys like that in this league. You know, like no, your value is not what you think it is. Mm-hmm. So it's what the market yeah. says and what your career has been. Yeah. But then there could be teams, you know, it could just be a team saying something because they don't want to be in the bidding war. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, we didn't. We had no interest in Zeke. We're not talking that. Or, you know, you could have told them, like, hey, we're going to say this in the media. Because uh-huh. they did lose some RJP round. Yeah. Yeah. So they and definitely then, you know, you got, you got old volatile uh, Joe Miggity. <laughs> Joe Mixon. You know how that can go. You know what he doing. Uh, so, yeah. But I think I think Zeke could do a lot of the things that, that P. Ryan did. Mm-hmm. Um, See a second back, catch the ball yeah. off the backfield, pass protect, screen game. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he could be smoking mirrors. It's a possibility. I mean, he could be Instagram. I, I don't. I ain't gonna lie. I'd really like to see him go to the Eagles. I was talking about that earlier. I know Cowboys twice a year. And I think he would fit though. No, he, they have a. He's always been great behind the Supreme O line, and that line is supreme. And then when you got when you get beat on by the O line, and you got Z coming downhill at you. I mean, that, you're only gonna take so much of that for so long. And you got you know how they rotate, Boston mm-hmm. Scott. Then you got. Daylight Hurts coming down. I mean, mm-hmm. shit him game well. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that would be a little, and it'll be a, a, a little, re, I think he would get a little juice too, just because you just been cut, bro. You was yeah. probably one of the last, out in Caffrey, like one of the last of the clean top backs that was worth a pick this high. You know what I'm saying? And so you're the last of a dying breed. So I feel like I first started, like, oh, these fools really think I'm done. Get you a nice roll in Philly. Yeah, that could that could be that could be very 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 uh, beneficial for both parties. Mm-hmm. Give, give me a few more free agents before we go. Um, let's see, Leonard Floyd. Mm-hmm. Leonard Floyd is a is a another good edge rusher. Definitely, I could go somewhere. I wouldn't mind seeing him come to the Niners. You know what I'm saying? Ah, or yeah. or even going back to the Bears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bears are definitely doing the yeah. thing over there. Yeah. They could definitely use a, use a pass rusher of, of his caliber. He's definitely a solid yeah, pass after, rusher. Every team, you never can have too many pass rushers. Facts. Facts. So pass rushers, they, they'll they go, they fit with anybody. Yeah, they fit you any scheme. You get after the quarterback, you fit the scheme. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm shooting. I'm looking at some of the free agents. I see a lot of guys that was on the on the Ravens. You know, the Ravens always heavy D-line rotation. Mm-hmm. They clean house like it's nothing. Yeah. Flies Campbell out there. Yeah. He went and visited the Falcons. And Gakwe. Yeah, I talked about him. I think, yeah, he paired him with a good defense end. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was thinking, like, if he go to Cleveland, put him next to Miles Garrett. Oh, my. Let him rush next to Miles. Now he's going to get a lot of single coverage. They got uh, uh, Larry Ogunjobi in the middle and all that. Yeah. I think he, he, he'd wreak some, habit off, wreak some habit off the other end of that. He can go get, he can go get 10, 12 sacks playing next to Miles Garrett. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. he was at his best playing next to another elite uh, pass rusher. I think that would be that would be beautiful. Uh, good boy, OG Justin Houston. Still kicking, though. Still kicking. And then your boy, Marcus Peters. Yeah, of course, man. Real West Oakland, man. Tell yeah. me this. They know what's up. <laughs> they know what's up. Yeah, nah. He, I think he'll definitely end up on the team. He's going to be one of those guys that end up after the drive. Yeah. And picked up one of these one of these teams that need a good zone instinctive corner. Mm-hmm. I, I I ain't put my finger on who yet. I, like you said, that's more gonna happen after the draft. I put my finger on it yet, but one early one is the Steelers. Oh, that's I one early that. one yeah. is the Steelers. Yeah. Keep him right there in house. 
Let him go right there down the street and, and terrorize them for another season or two. I thought Steelers off off top, but I think Steelers could and go need, corner in the draft. He needed a strong head coach person. Agreed. Yes, him. yes. Somebody that when he go off, they can reel him in because he's going to go off. Yeah. It's, it's oh, yeah, so it's going to happen. Yeah. It's the hood in him. He's, he's got to reel him back in. Yep. If you got somebody. See the big picture. Yeah. Yeah. If you got somebody good enough to, yeah. And Mike yeah. Tomlin is definitely one. But again, I think they're going to take a corner. High, which, you know, probably will make them not one of you, feel me? Spend no money on a vet, but that's just my team early right now. Again, I'll about the Lions. Mm. I think, I'm not gonna lie to you, I think, I think he he'd be he'd be served starting trying to transition to safety. Mm. He is very, he has very good ball skills, definitely. He's not afraid to come up and hit. Um, and he got uh, a high football IQ now to definitely. move him around and let him go attack the football. That could that be could, something. That could where, be something. Yeah, that could. I feel like he would be interested in that move. Like I say, he played a little bit of safety in high school, for sure. Played a lot of wide receiver. That's where the ball skills come from. I thought he was going to be a wide receiver, but I think he made the better choice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a, he's a definitely was, was one of the better corners in the league for a nice portion of his, uh, you know, in his prime. So I definitely think he can find a home, like you said, after the draft, after a lot of these young corners get drafted. Because there were some guys that impressed in the draft and in the combine. I mean, not in the draft, but in the combine and during the season. So a lot of these guys going to pick up, take a lot of the space. And then, like you said, some camp injuries or something, you know, that's how the game go. Yeah. Definitely pick up Peters and, and Shaquille Griffin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And definitely, you feel me, get you some get, get some playmakers out there. But no, no, no. I think it's still, still a lot. Obviously, we usually talk about college. Uh, obviously, Will Levis had his pro day. Uh, CJ Stroud. And uh, Bryce Young, we're going to wait till next Friday because Anthony Richardson Pro Day ain't until next Thursday. So we'll wait till Friday so that way we can wrap all of them up, talk about them. We'll give our uh, our draft prediction on where they where they will go, where they should go. Just a little just a little bit of that. And then, you know, we'll, we'll as we get closer to the draft, start talking about teams, draft needs, who they should draft. And, you know, we'll definitely get into our team's draft needs. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm slowly setting up my little hmm. Titan draft board of the players I would love to draft. And obviously, players going my, – my board won't be right at all. I'm – you know, but I make it because it's the players I don't want. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it's just for me. I know, again, my team will do what they want to do. They have a vision. So do I. <laughs> so, <laughs> we will definitely give our opinions. I'm going to definitely uh, try to get one of my, uh, my Raider correspondents to get on here and give us their draft opinions too next week. So – Yes, it should be fun. Y'all know. And uh, again, come in. If you got Spotify, add us on Spotify. Subscribe to us, man. We, we need to get the subscribers up. We're trying to get a contract. We're trying to get put on. We're tired of working for the man. So, yeah, hit us up. Add us on, on, on Spotify. We official. Get, get your subscriptions on, please, and thank you. Even if you even if you know people that ain't even going to listen, just tell them to subscribe. We just need subscribers. That, 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 it, they all add up, so. Thank you in advance to all, all the listeners, man. We love y'all. For real, for real. Anything else? Uh, Yeah, man, bro. Far, get that money back. Man, hey, we, we back. You. How you going to take it from the city that made you? It's crazy. That's man. terrible. You're a terrible person, sir. And you you, you groomed a terrible... Aaron's ain't terrible. But you groomed a bad guy as well, man. And it's hope, your legacy. Yeah, they, I hope Jordan Love prevails, man. Hopefully he don't give the next rook. The same cold shoulder that he got and that Aaron Rodgers got. 
because we need to see unless it's gonna lead to another Super Bowl. Then hey, you know what? Keep the fault, keep the anger. If y'all gonna win one Super Bowl every time y'all get a new quarterback, I can't knock that. Then that's called consistency. <laughs> then you keep the little anger going and you do it how you do it. I can't knock it, but yeah, now that's it's definitely crazy, bro. Before I get that bread back for real, for real. Um, y'all already know, man. Tune in Thursdays and Fridays. It's gonna be fun. If you want to be on the show, if you got questions, concerns, anything about the show that you feel like can can help out, man, hit me up. Y'all know how this works. I'm very reachable, and now you can reach me through Spotify as well. My listeners can leave comments on my Spotify page and check them out. It's all good in the neighborhood. Questions for me or Big Che. Obviously, he's my Niner correspondent, so he will answer more of those questions. Uh, we both have the Raider, Raider, Raider uh, business now. We're both part-time Raider fans. He ain't going to say it out loud, but I got it. So, yeah. <laughs> but, nah, man, y'all already know, man. Uh, enjoy yourselves today. Happy Fuck Work Friday. Happy Football Friday. Uh, go out and be great today, man. Uh, tell somebody that you might not see this week. You love them, you know? Spread some love. Spread joy, man. It's a lot of negativity, a lot of depression, a lot of sad people in the world. Let's, let's spread positivity. Let's try it, you know? Tell somebody you might not see this week. That you love it, man. And um, I ain't going to see none of y'all. Maybe a few of y'all, but I love y'all, and I love everything y'all do. Okay? Uh, just just really reiterate everything you said, man. Show the love. Get out. Do something nice for somebody today. Talk about it. Um, spread the positivity, man. We don't have enough of it in the world. And keep pushing that agenda. And, it, man, just enjoy your life. Talk enjoy about yourself. It. Enjoy you your people's. It. As far as myself, Big Che, this is the Bringing the Wood podcast. Y'all know what we're doing this thing. We just brought the wood. We out.